If for you it's dancing, if it for you it's connecting out in nature, if for you it's playing with your children, if for you it's singing, if for you it's making music, all of these creative acts, right? This is what shifts us long term out of that flight, fight, or freeze state. Right? It's not a coincidence, Annie, that that's where you feel good. It's because that is a practical way that we can first support the body. And then because it's a creative emotional state, then go deeper into the spirit and emotions of it all. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Before we continue this beautiful chat today, wonderful souls, I need to jump in here to share something really exciting. If you've been following these episodes or you've been following me on social media, you know that I am in the process of releasing my first book, Your Cosmic Love Antenna, Define, Embody, and Emit Your Unique Frequency of Love. And at the time of this episode release, pre-orders are now open. If you have been pulled to this show, if you're looking to understand the what, the how, and the why of love, if you're looking to apply some of the tools connected to your chakras in a child, releasing religious trauma, ancestral healing, emotional release, and so much more, then this beautiful expression from my heart to yours is for you. If you are looking to channel more of your unique gifts and the divine frequency that you are, these pages will open all of this up. And if you're interested, all you need to do is go to cosmicloveantenna.com. That's cosmicloveantenna.com. And you can pre-order this book right now. If you pre-order, click on that link, put in your email, you're going to get access to some special gifts that I'm only offering to those who get in before I release it fully. These gifts are going to be some more channeled meditations, activations, and some other surprises from my heart to yours. So head over to cosmicloveantenna.com, pre-order this beautiful expression, and I can't wait to hear how it shifts your life. If you're listening to this after pre-order sales, that same link can be also used to go to the direct purchase link. Sending love, and I hope you enjoyed the rest of this episode today. Today is another extra special community coaching episode where my intention for these smaller bonus episodes is to give you more precise action, precise healing, precise love to go into a particular topic. I will use the beautiful member of the community who I have here with me as a mirror of love for your pain, your challenges, your healing. And today's topic is fight, flight, or freeze, moving beyond this and what does it look like? The beautiful community member that I have on the show here today is the lovely Annie. Annie, would you love to say hi and introduce yourself? Hello, hello, hello. I am so happy to be here, Harrison. Thank you so much for having me. How are you feeling? Great, excited. Uh, my my stomach is actually a little clenched up. Out of, uh, I think it's more excitement, but I know there's something there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So yeah. 
I'm grateful, my friend. Thank you for doing this for me. And I hope this helps you just as much as it helps uh, everyone listening. So before we start, just a reminder, if you get value out of this chat today, please share this out to friends, family members, and lovers. And if you want to be on the show in this kind of context, please head over to Spotify and Apple, leave your reviews and feedback. And what I'll do with these shows is pick someone from the reviews to bring on to the show in the future. So with that, Annie, I guess before I start with your first question, can you explain to me for, and for people listening why this topic today, fight, flight, or freeze, why is it important to you? Why do you want to dive into it? Um, well, building upon our coaching from last fall, um, which gave me so many building blocks of my healing journey, uh, I stumbled across the topic of the nervous system and the parasympathetic and sympathetic and just starting a deep dive into that. And I've been recognizing and connecting dots through the chakras that you taught me about and starting to notice more of a bodily response to an issue I'm trying to work through. And it's basically, um, it's avoidance and procrastination and resistance to these tasks I'm trying to dive into in my career. And I know it's tied to self-worth and some trauma responses. And I've been so frustrated that I'm in this frozen mode of not being able to accomplish mm -hmm. these tasks. And it's very important tasks that will help me to live my everyday life and put money in the bank and bring in more abundance. And it's one of those things where I'm consciously observing myself with these behaviors. And I'm like, okay, why can't I get out of this? So I'm, I'm realizing the freeze response, but I'm not educated enough yet for any methods to get out of that beautiful so thank you for sharing and you're not alone <laughs> this this is why i'm really enjoying doing these episodes because uh what you just outlined while your journey is unique the the state that you are in is quite common in the world at the moment right we live in a i don't need to point this out to everyone but i will right we live in a world where there's a lot of events that are occurring without even talking about the food that we eat and the environmental stresses and all the chemicals and things like that. There's a lot of collective events that are causing the individual to be in this fight, flight, or freeze state in a chronic condition. So just that alone, Annie, I just want, I know you know this, but just for people listening, if you're resonating already, you're not alone, right? And this is, there are ways through this and there is a solution. So Let's begin then, Annie. What's what's top of your heart? Where do you want to start with this? Where can I where can I answer questions first? Let's see, I think one of the biggest. Um, I realize that I have to unlearn certain, you know, past false beliefs and stories that I've taken in over all my years of living and my childhood, and I guess the connecting the body to when I realize that I'm in the freeze response, paying attention to my body and what are the first, some initial steps when I recognize I'm freezing mm. to get out of it. Yeah. Good. So I'm going to, I'm going to say one phrase here and you should know this. You should, you might remember this Annie, but I'll explain it for people that are new to this. The first step in my opinion is activating the inner mother and what this connects to is a couple of things. The inner mother 
is an internal archetype. And an archetype is the way that consciousness expresses itself through us, put very simply. And we've all heard of one very famous archetype without even probably knowing it's an archetype, and that is the inner child. Right? Our inner child is something that we can learn to heal and interact with and use to uh, expand ourselves in many ways. But the inner child is just one archetype. And what I'm encouraging the first step here to be for you, Annie, and for people listening is activating the inner mother. Right. And what is the inner mother? The inner mother is the archetype that it, that is inside of us that holds and soothes. The inner mother is the archetype that creates and helps us come back to. And these are very three important words, safety, security, and support. Right. Because if we are in, <laughs> I could see I can see some things pushing over in your head, my friend. Uh, when we are in this fight or flight or free state. That is, we're not there. We're not in that safety. We're not in that support. We're not in that security. That is what that nervous system sympathetic state is really, it's heightened because, because we don't have those things. And what we often forget, and this is where addictions come in, we we often look outside of ourselves for that safety, secure, support, and security, right? In food, right? In a partner, in, in, in substances. But we forget that that, safety support and security can be cultivated within and how we do that is by calling to the inner mother so i'll land it there annie does that resonate my friend does that make sense to you hugely because initially when you were saying that i'm just visualizing myself at the younger age that was adopting these um you know false beliefs around money and watching the struggle in the household around money and tying to self-worth and then being bullied and all my life and the inner mother from an exercise we did in my coaching with me last fall you when you walked through that meditation and it visualized the inner mother and you have the inner mother give yourself a gift yes yes that that was a visual that always stayed with me and i'm i've forgotten about her so do you remember the gift annie do you remember the gift it was a little book. Do you have it, was it a still? little prayer book. Yes, I do. I'm looking at it right now on my bookshelf. Yes. Um, but that that's huge because the safety, the security, and the support, going back to that younger version of myself, inner child, and and healing from that respect to to give that within instead of looking for it externally. Is, yeah. Is huge. And, and I'll add something here, Annie. So for you and for people listening. First of all, so I would I would connect to that book again, Annie, because it's it's there in your field. But remember, we have to consciously connect to it. We have to make the choice to connect. Right. So that in itself will help with that nervous system state. But I just want to make this clear for people new to this, hearing about this inner mother, right? It's very easy. And I see this all the time with the people that I work with. It's very easy for us to think when we connect to our inner mother that we have the image that we go to straight away is our actual mom. And it's not, that's a different thing. You're your actual mom actually holds a different space inside of you within your group consciousness. Your inner mother might show up as something completely different to your mom, right? For example, when you start to visualize and connect to her, it might appear as a goddess, right? The inner mother might appear as this, you know, etheric woman in white, right? The inner mother might appear as a nature spirit, right? The inner mother might appear as a aspect of mother earth, right? So, I just want to encourage that for people that are hearing this for the first time, the inner mother is beyond the human that is in your life. That is the mother, 
right? And I think you experienced that, Annie. Yeah, my visual was, uh, she didn't really have a face. It was just more of an ethereal, gorgeous, yeah. glowing figure. I remember that, but I was more focused on her hands because she was holding this little like book, prayer book gift that I will absolutely get out after our session ends. <laughs> I love it. What what What's next up on the list, Annie? Does that, just to, before we move on, does that give you... Uh, practicality there is there anything else I can support from practical lens no that's perfect I, it's just one of those things where you're grasping for straws to have a straw to grab onto and that being you know I can start implementing the inner mother going into that um, that's awesome I'm just reviewing these my long list of scribble and questions <laughs> um, let's see the freeze mode. So are you saying like when I have one of my questions was to how to show myself, because uh, particularly with my issue, it's restructuring my business, raising my pricing, it's triggering to all those past, you know, complex traumas. So feeling validated all my life by being bullied uh, or, you know, being criticized, not feeling safe, then not feeling worthy, how to show myself the validation and the worth, is that the same technique mm. you would suggest with inner mm. mother as well? So okay. this is a deeper layer. So yes and no. So what the inner mother allows us to do is, is tick those three words, right? The safety, support, and security, right? Because when we are in that, when we are in that fight, flight, or free state, we don't have those things. And if we don't have those things, we can't work out what the deeper layer that's causing causing interference is right so you just talked about money you just talked about the limiting beliefs you just talked about certain needs from the inner child we're not going to even be able to get to what those things are if that fight or flight state or that free state as you've been experiencing is active so right what the inner mother does is it provides the the foundation to be able to see the thing that needs to be seen that's unconscious so to say this another way what will happen once we call to the inner mother and provide that safety, support, and security? Now we, and I'll use the chakra system here. Now we're moving up from the root into the sacral, right? And the sacral from new people to this, to this system is our emotional, sensitive, sexual, sensual, creative center. And this is where, if we are having a money challenge, right? It, with your specific goals, my friend, or we're having challenges in our adult relationships, or we're having tr troubles with uh, you know, our creation energy. This is where the limiting beliefs and the challenges, that's where they're going to be sitting. So just to connect these two together here, once that supports safety and security is there from the inner mother, we can then ask the question, what is needing to be seen? What is needing to be felt? What is needing to be brought from the unconscious to conscious awareness so I can see the thing and change it? Does that make sense, Annie? Absolutely. I think that's kind of where I'm stuck. Like I'm, I'm, I have so much awareness now to where these issues stem from, the main roots, what the causes are, um, which chakras they are each related to. And it's, I think it's just the committing to actually having these new tools to pull myself out of freeze um, and just starting to really implement them to start noticing the change. Cause I, 
it's just a very frustrating position to be in when you have so much knowledge, just like you've given me. And uh, well, let me I've address, Annie, let me address this because this is what I'm picking up on. You don't have to use all the things, right? So this is, this is where I see you getting into challenge. And I see a lot of people getting into challenge, including myself, is that we learn all these beautiful tools, right? And I, I call it the medicine bag, right? We, we have all these beautiful tools in our medicine bag. But just because the medicine bag is full of all the tools doesn't mean we need to use all the tools all the time, right? All we need to do is take one step, right? I was just sharing this with another client last night, right? And one of my favorite quotes from Rumi is, the way appears once we start to walk it. And that walk that we that we take is one step at a time. So Annie, just to make this more practical for you and for people listening, when we're looking to work out what is the step that is needed or what is the tool or what is the reflection or what is the, the layer that needs to be seen, what we need to do is throw out all expectations on what it should or shouldn't look like based off all the knowledge that we have, all the tools that we have. And we set the intention of asking Show me the one step, right? Show me the one thing I need to do right now. Show me the one chakra or the one affirmation or the one piece of breath work or whatever it is that one inner child needs and be open to how that reveals itself. Does that make sense, Annie? Absolutely. It, just as of recently, I've been making it more of a point and committing to asking my guides and my angels and my divine posse is what I call them show me the next steps, show me the next breadcrumb, please. Because you have to ask them, they're not just going to interject, you know, because of free will. So they're there and it's been really helpful. And it's so funny how they, the other day I was super, super frustrated and uh, a Frank Sinatra song, That's Life, randomly came on. And I've never really listened to the lyrics of it, but it's so on point. Um, but music is one of the ways they connect with me. So it's, it's really beautiful to step into your intuitive gifts and everybody has them, but to really get in tune with it. And that's been helping me stay to ground in the present moment, ask for the next step. Cause I mean, I tell you, sometimes I just want to punch something, kick something or scream. <laughs> I, so Abby, you read my mind here. So this is something else I want to share with you and uh, people listening. When we ask for that next step, okay, and nothing comes, nothing is an answer, right? So what we can do, and and I, I'm, I'm feeling that this is probably where some of that emotion is coming up for you, Annie. If we ask for, let's just use this, can you continue to use your example of we're in this fight, flight, or free state, right? We've added the safety, support, and security, and now we're going in, going deeper, and we ask what the next step is, and there's silence. Well, what we can do is one, remind ourselves that no answer is an answer, but two, look at how we are responding to that silence, right? Are we responding to that silence with anger? Are we responding to that silence with grief? Are we responding to that silence with judgment and shame? Because that in itself is the thing that needs to be seen. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Annie? Yes, that is very interesting because the shaming, the observing myself, reacting those certain ways sometimes I then shame and judge my behavior and then it just gets into a spiral and it's like okay 
good lord <laughs> and that's the layer that's, that's the thing that's restricting you that's that so that's and the reason this is so important because if that judgment that blame that shame that anger is there that is the layer that's that's on top of the next layers that you want right so the way that we move through that is observing it from a place of love right is being the container of love that you are right detaching from the judgment from the anger from the shame from the guilt observing it so we can move through it mm -hmm. yep that's beautiful yeah it's a uh, the whole observer effect it's pretty fascinating it, it, it's just i wonder sometimes what did i do before when i did all this behavior like years ago you know like i wasn't observing i was just actively participating in it completely ignorant to what yeah. was going on it's just it's fascinating to to learn all of this i wish i would have learned it all sooner but divine timing so i believe that and i'll say i'll just say this annie and then we'll jump to your next question that's a very important <laughs> question to ask because most of remember what I said at the start of this chat, most of us are living in that unconscious state. But just because we're living in that unconscious state does not mean we're not creating our reality, right? Now we're just, when we're in that unconscious state, we're still creating our reality, but we're creating our reality in a way that we don't want, right? We're looking at in our outside world and we're seeing our relationships not work. We're seeing our business not work. We're seeing our health decline. And we're wondering, why is this happening? What's going on? Why am I the victim? You're not the victim. You're just living unconsciously and creating a world that you don't deserve. Right. Exactly. It's a, it is fascinating to sit back and, and watch that unfold in my, in my circle. Love these days. What's, what's next up on your list, Annie? Okay. Um, I come across like a list of methods that I'd heard about but this was more tied into the letting the old stories go and unlearning. I don't know if you wanted to dive into that or not. Um, basically, like when you have a negative, I don't even like using that word, a false belief, uh, just because you don't know any better, like let's just take money equals struggle as an example. Um, to really learn, to really try to let that go when you're in the freeze response and we're we've tackled how to get out of the freeze response i know there's an internal process going on with the mind like because the mind's always looking for evidence of the past repeating itself to keep itself safe so subconsciously that plus my ego is trying to protect me it makes me want to go clean the entire house before i open my email inbox but it's uh are there other methods that have you tried personally um and the ones that I've come across that I keep being called to is EDMR. And I don't even know, a rapid eye something, I don't even know what it stands for. Or time techniques or hypnosis or something like that. Because I, I recognize the false belief. Um, I, I will admit I haven't committed to really journaling and deep diving and staying on a committed routine of digging at the root of those by asking all those questions and unlayering it. So I know that I could do that. But are there any... Uh, techniques supplemental techniques that would yep. help to so, rewire so yeah the key word there is rewire and so i'm going to say i won't break down each of those techniques because those are all of those are a show on themselves and i would i'll just right. the short answer the short answer to those techniques is that they all are powerful right they all especially the hypnosis piece uh, i would say that 
I'd encourage people to find a practitioner that you resonate with, right? Because tools are tools at the end of the day. And it depends on the love that's being channeled through the tools. So hypnosis with someone that you connect to heart to heart is going to be a very different experience to someone that is just you doing it for the sake of doing it, right? So all those tools are powerful and they can definitely help you reprogram. But I'm actually going to I'm going to go further into what we've been talking about here today and add on this piece and what you can do. Because when it comes to reprogramming and letting go of these stories, we have to understand that we need to be making that active choice, right? Because you said it right at the end to reprogram. Reprogram is not something someone outside of you gives you. Even if you do hypnosis or EMDR or CBT or whatever the you know cognitive behavioral therapy technique is, there is still a choice that you have to make to do, to create the new belief, to create the new uh, way of being. So we have to ask ourselves, are we doing that? Right? Because these tools will work to the extent in which you show up. Right? So if we're not making these choices, right? And if you're not making the choice, so you're, you're, you're really good at bringing awareness to it now, but if you're not taking the action to create a new reality, right, then will keep falling down that that snowy mountain path. Yeah, I think I just outed myself realizing that I I definitely have not implemented that portion which I know would help cuz writing is such a huge release for me anyway. So So yeah, and that's the that's the piece Annie, right? That's most of us again, this goes back back to <clears throat> creating our reality. So if these stories are playing in the background, we feel unworthy. And if we feel unworthy, of course, we don't create the new story because why would we if we're in that state of unworthiness? So so for you, Annie, I'm going to suggest this, and this is for everyone. We have to cultivate that abundance energy, that divinity energy, that worthiness energy before we start creating the stories, the new stories that we want, right? Because that's where the motivation comes from. We start to feel what we are. So that once we start to feel what we are, that we then create the new stories and beliefs that support that feeling. So this is where my friend, so going back to the inner mother and going back to that safety, support and security. Once you, once you connect to the inner mother and then you go up to the sacral, right into that first area where we start to cultivate our, our our feelings and emotions in our sensitivities it is in this space now that i would encourage people to connect and you could do this through meditation just to be practical with this do this through meditation do this through breath work do this through chanting do this through you know whatever your method is but you want to connect to the big self that you are right and i'll explain what i mean by this right you talked about the ego, Annie, right? Because you're so educated and attuned to this. If we're in the ego, we're not in the big self, okay? So through these practices, we connect to the big self, which in my terminology is that container of love, right? The cosmic love antenna. And then once we are in that state, then we create the new story. Then we create the new belief that we want to live, right? So what we're doing, just to land with this, Annie, this from this state, this is what helps us make those new neural pathways 
that we can revert to rather than sink back into the deep one that is limiting us. Does that make Absolutely. sense? Annie? That's so huge. And it, it, I have goosebumps because of course, <laughs> like always talking to you, but it's uh, when you're trying to force yourself out of that unworthy state and you're forcing because you're judging and shaming and expecting all these, you should be doing this and shooting yourself and all that thing, all that stuff to whatever you just said about getting into that space first before rewriting the new story that just made a, a lot click for me yeah. because, and it seems so obvious after you say it, but it's, it's cause it's, it's true. Not, Annie. It's in you. Yeah. Annie. It's cause it's in you. But the reason that you get good goosebumps, right? The reason that, and I, 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 it's, I received the love, but I know that I'm awesome and special and all the things, but it's also, <laughs> it's also because the truth is in you, right? That, that I'm, I'm hearing the people as you're listening to this podcast, you're like, but Harrison, you know, I don't know what that worthiness feels like. I don't know. What, I don't know what that abundance feels like. I don't know what that, that, that pure potential energy feels like. And the thing that I say to that is that's the ego speaking. That's the small self speaking, right? You, the the worthiness, the abundance, the divinity, the power, the potential. No one is ever giving that to you. You're never gaining it. It is always a remembering of the thing that's there to begin with, right? You are born. You are born worthy. You are born divine. You are born powerful. So if we can just hone into that truth, even without seeing the proof of it yet, right? Just acknowledging that then we can learn to cultivate that space to then export, export the fulfillment, export the love, export the power into our external world. You know, it's, it's amazing. You had me, I think at the beginning of our coaching, hold, hold on to a memory or pull out a memory that has all that energy that you just mentioned. And mine was when I, I published a book or self-published a book. Now it's more so... I look at a photograph of a trip I took that was just mind blowing and I can feel that energy again. But when I'm in that funk, my go-to typically is just dancing, like blaring the music, dancing in front of the mirror, playing with my dog or whatnot. And it feels so silly, but at the time, sometimes because of the ego, but you do it and it does, it gets you back to that that space, that sacral, like the sacral is my favorite. It's where, cause I'm a creative and it's where all my great amazing ideas come from and, and whatnot. But to, to get back into that. Well, Annie, just pause there for a second and then yeah. we'll go to your next question. Just cause I just want to pull this dot together for people listening. This is how we start to shift long-term out of the fight, flight or free state, right? Just to bring this back fully to what we're talking about here today. If, if for you it's dancing, if it for you it's connecting out in nature, if for you it's playing with your children, if for you it's singing, if for you it's making music, all of these creative acts, right, this is what shifts us long-term out of that flight, fight, or free state, right? It's not a coincidence, Annie, that that's where you feel good. It's because that is a practical way that we can first support the body and then because it's a creative emotional state then go deeper into the spirit and emotions of it all right makes sense right because yeah exactly and honestly it's I, I keep forgetting to connect that the mind 
the subconscious mind and the ego aren't necessarily reacting to that specific situation. They're reacting to an emotion that I have attached to those past, yes. you know, beliefs and stories. So to transmute that emotion and whatever's going to calm that is definitely going to help too. That just popped up to say, yeah. Cool. What's next up on your list, Benny? Good grief. I love this stuff so much. Okay. Um, I think that was the majority of my main questions. One thing that did just come up though, just now is, you know, like a, you're in that freeze mode. Um, and while I'm in the freeze, I have these, and I don't know, I'm not, forgive me for not explaining this the best right at the second, because it's just now formulating in my mind, but I get a nudge to go organize this huge stack of information that's tied to my business, mm -hmm. like a random, just little to do mm -hmm. that I put off mm -hmm. forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm, judging myself for wanting to go do that. But there's another part of me that thinks maybe that is the breadcrumb. Like maybe that is, there's something in that task that, that is going to be the stepping stone. I, I kind of think of it like you're building the pulse back up. I've got your go. answer. I've got your answer okay. Annie, for this. So, and this, this is a, this applies to all of these kinds of choices that we are worried about if they are coming from our ego mind thus a trauma response or pain or things that we haven't moved through yet or are they actually coming from our intuitive heart space our intuitive knowing that's pulling us in the direction we need to be right and i want to encourage you annie and people listening you never have to guess right you can take a moment to pause in that moment right and this is i'll share this with you annie right Close your eyes, place your hands on your heart, right? And you take a deep breath in and you breathe slowly, extra slowly out. Just for people's information, when you when you decrease that exhale, you are shifting from the from that sympathetic state to that parasympathetic state. So just in that breath alone, you are moving out of that fight, flight, or freeze. Once we are in that state, and you might need to do a couple of those breaths, ask yourself a very simple question. And I think you know what I'm going to say here, Annie, but I'll say this for everyone. You ask yourself, what would love do? Right? What would what choice would comes to my heart, not your mind, my heart in this moment when I embody love? And that's your answer. But if if at that point the answer that comes is still go spend time doing those 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 document documents and those office. Uh, tasks, then that's how you know it's coming from that intuitive space, right? Because when you drop into that heart space, when you when you make a choice from love, that is also a space in which your spiritual being makes choices from, right? Your spiritual intuitive sense is not connect connected to anything other than love, right? Because love is unity, love is connection, love is coming together, and love is oneness, right? That is what our spiritual being is made of. So again, just making this super practical. If you ask that question and then whatever the answer that comes up around it, then you know that choice is coming from your intuitive, higher knowing spiritual being versus the ego 
mind that might be making a choice from trauma, pain, or separation. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a brilliant technique that I'm glad you reminded me of because you've taught me about that before and so easy to forget. But uh, I was only going off of before just trying to compare and hone in on the sound of the voice. And that's how I typically try to differentiate between the ego and my highest self. So it's, and and I will tell you, you told me and suggested that I name my ego. And I've shared that with so many friends. Her name's Elizabeth, but I've shared that with so many friends and it's that are new to this whole journey. And just that little bread come from them for them has been so life-changing. They've said they've all reported back. I'm like, that's my coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's my and, coach that, and Annie, I'm so happy you brought this up. So this is just for people that are new to this technique. What Annie's talking about is it's so easy for us. So in that whole process that we just talked about then with the love piece, we can maybe understand that, but then maybe sometimes we fall into the trap of once we're in that love, we then blame and shame the ego for making a different choice. And we don't want to do that, right? We don't want to blame, shame, and kill the ego because that ego is a part of us. The ego is the self-expression that is the human that we are. So when we name the ego, like Annie's talking about, two things happen. One, we're able to see when it's active so we can make a choice to do something different and we can talk to and approach the ego from a space of love right and see it okay i see you i i, I see you elizabeth i see the the choices that you're making i love you but i'm going to go this direction today right it's such a huge shift and i feel i i just feel called to ask you to mention to the listeners in case because the title of this is going to be around fight, flight, freeze. And maybe the, the listeners don't have any idea about the ego voice itself, but it's, will you explain how it sounds compared to your highest self voice? Well, it's simply briefly, like, yeah, simply it's usually one of separation, right? It's the opposite of love, right? It's the, it's usually right. one of fear, right? It's usually one of all worry and concern and, it's more of a, and maybe you can speak to how you've experienced this, Annie, but it's usually one of contraction, right? One of, oh, I feel a little bit small here. Or, I, you know, I'll give, an, I'll give an example from my life last night, how I know when my, my ego is speaking, it's usually from a place of, or oh, we shouldn't do that, or we're not enough, or I'm going to be hurt again, or... If I do that thing, then I'm going to be alone. Or, you know, a lot of these, which are mostly stories, which are mostly stories and programs, mostly from our childhood. So how does it feel for you, Annie? Explain it. Is it similar to that or is it, are there some nuances? It's definitely similar to that, but it's the, the main word I use to describe it is just completely frantic, haywire, out of control, psychotic. I mean, it's, it's, she is just loud. She's loud and she gets fired up. And when she gets fired up, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I'm just so grateful to know this technique and to be able to recognize the difference because otherwise there's just, I'm sure so many people walking around hearing that version of the voice in their, in their mind and not understanding what it is. And I, I just feel and empathize for them because there was a point I didn't know. And just knowing now is so such a game changer. 
And Annie, going back to the reason that you're here today with the fight, flight or freeze, of course, if you're in her, if you're, if she is in control in that frantic state that you just talked about, of course, you're going to be in one of those, one of those states, right? She runs all of those. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Right. So it's, this is where that, that key word of awareness comes in, right? Awareness of, okay, is is Elizabeth guiding the ship right now? And if she is, this is why I'm in that hypersympathetic state. This is why I'm either frozen or I'm in that fight or flight because she's just been chronically activated for the last 24 hours. So this is where try the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly. But for for most people, that's that's the reality, right? So this is where, going back to what we said at the start, right, we bring the inner mother in, right? To initially calm Elizabeth down, right? Calm that ego mind down to say, it's okay. It's okay. We're all good right now. So let's make a different choice, right? Let's detach from the ego identity and let's, let's go deeper, right? Let's connect to the bigger container that we are, the container of love that is holding Elizabeth, that we can decide to fall back into when things get a bit too much, right? Right. It's one of the exercises you had me try once. Uh, it's my go-to is writing a letter to that version, whatever age she is of around whatever trauma is being triggered. Um, I haven't done it yet with the whole money stuff or the money triggers yet, but past self-worth of like past relationship wounds that I just worked through this last Mercury retrograde. I did that letter technique that you had me do to my inner child or that eight-year-old version of myself or 10-year-old or 16-year-old. And it was a amazing cathartic process. And so I just remembered to maybe try that as well. Um, yes. And that's the money stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's the step that we could, that's one of the steps we can take after the inner mother, right? After right, right. When, we, when we, when we shift into that sacral area, right. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we're starting to look at all of the things that are stored there. One of the tools we can now use, right. So we can, so we can long-term start to shift out of the fight or flight is that letter, right? The reason it's cathartic is because it's the opposite of that state, right? It's release, right? It's expression, it's feeling, it's letting go, it's forgiving, right? It's all of those things. And that's why it feels so powerful. Annie, I love you very much. Thank you for spending time with me today. I hope this has helped you. I hope this has given some little tips and some guidance and some pieces here for all of you beautiful souls listening here today. Uh, I just want to encourage you to take action, right? Use Annie's beautiful example and her heart and what she's expressed today. Take these tools, take these things that we've talked about and put them into action, right? Put them into inspired action and let us know how they go. Uh, Annie, any final words you want to express here before we finish? Just thank you for being you and sharing. I'm so excited you have this podcast, by the way. You started it right when our coaching... Uh, commenced or ended and just the sound of your voice alone is so soothing and healing to Elizabeth especially so you're just your podcast is one of my go-to tools just throw you on have you on in the background whether I can comprehend what I'm listening to at that moment or not it's the sound is it's awesome so just thank you for having me and uh, being a sounding board always and holding space and you're welcome my friend happy to be here
You're welcome. I love you very much. All right, beautiful souls. Uh, We wish you love today. If you want to be on these episodes, you want to come on the show, please share these episodes out with your friends, your lovers, your family. Leave your reviews on Apple and Spotify. This helps us expand our light. But until next episode, we send you love. We send you deep frequencies of healing. And we'll see you very soon. Bye, everyone. Before I leave you today, beautiful beings, I'm so excited to share a special announcement just with you. On the 20th to the 23rd of April, 2023, I and a fellow guest of the show, the beautiful Ali Paws, will be hosting live in Tulum, Mexico, the Cosmic Heart Tour. If you listen to this podcast week to week and you resonate with my frequency, with my voice, with my love in any of the topics I share with you, then most likely it is time for us to connect and heal in person. So I invite you to join us in Mexico. Join us for some meditations, activations, yoga, cranial sacral therapy, a book release, a live Q&A, poetry, and so much more. These spots are going to fill up super quick because our intention is to make this exclusive and intimate. So please DM me, Cosmic Heart Tour, on any of my social channels. That's Cosmic Heart Tour on any of my social channels, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and we'll book in a meeting so you can join the love. I'm so excited to connect with you in the flesh. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gain value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.